Welcome to Ashamed of Thrones, your weekly recap and review podcast for HBO's uh, pirate drama of a TV show, uh, House of the Dragons. Aye, aye. Uh, <laughs> my name is Doug. With me, as always, is Brian, who is ever charmed by my, uh, uh, you know, intros. I guess this is, this is that uh, anti-comedy they talk about. Yeah. It's, you know, I feel like comedy's too mean. Um, you know, the other side of tragedy is comedy, so that means that tragedy's a little bit too, like, boo-hoo. So I figured just, you know, be nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking about uh, Season 1, Episode 7, Driftmark. Uh, Brian, what are your initial thoughts here? I thought this one was really good. Um, I thought it had some of the best scenes. I, I really enjoyed... Uh, we've been they're whipping around you know from year to year at least they have been after the first several episodes and i thought them kind of slowing down and showing what the conflicts are i think a little bit better on the screen this time and also really pushing it forward to where i i I think the shit's gonna go ham next i think it's all been built up and uh, now we're about to explode yeah, I I don't see how it's not going to go ham. Like mm-hmm. like what's happened? I mean, what's going to happen next? Uh, according to the previews, looks like it is another time jump, and all these little shit kids are like teenage shit kids. Um, so, well, the funny thing is, we keep getting these uh, jumps, and Sir Kristen or Kristen yeah. hasn't aged at all. Not still at all. To say. Not really, yeah. Damon. But at least, like I said, I think we talked about this uh, to make you know somebody look like it's been a couple years. She just drastically changed her hairstyle, and they did that with Damon a few times. So. You know, they should have. They could have gave Kristen a beard. Maybe he can't grow one. I don't know. A, yeah. a goatee, a nasty uh, chin strap. I don't know. <laughs> that would be awesome if he showed up with a with a chin strap, <laughs> white dreads. Yeah, with a beater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree with you that I I was thankful that it was on one place, the titular drift mark. Um, that was kind of great. I will say I thought it was just uh, a little. I mean, there were a couple things that I didn't like. Uh, they're just they're just sometimes they're playing for the cheap seats. Like I don't know, especially when the shit went down in the whatever the hall after the the fallout from the fight. Like just uh, sh- the queen went fucking crazy. Um, you know, to the point where just like okay, this like you have to do something. The king doesn't want to do anything, um, and. You know, it just seems like almost beyond the pale that there won't be consequences for, or I mean, that there wouldn't be immediate consequences from the king. Like, Jesus Christ. All right, fuck it. You, you know, you're staying here on Driftmark. You're going this place. I'm not having the, you know, it just seems like, like, all right, I guess it's time to go to bed. Meanwhile, his, yeah, his well, wife I, just took a, a dagger from, sorry, his wife just took a fucking dagger from him and tried to kill his daughter. I mean, what the fuck? You can't just, like, it seems beyond the pale for me. I, I don't know that I agree. I, I think he's very ineffective. He's ready to die, or at least he's going to soon, much like 50 Cent. Um, and he just has no agency left. And I think he just wants to not have things boil over because then that would impact his, his uh, legacy. So by just trying to get them to, uh, to – I mean, if he does take action, it's going to cause a big problem. You know, he's going to have to side with one of the two, and if he does that, I mean, it completely tarnishes his legacy. So I do think he's kind of ostriching it, you know, just sticking his head in the sand. So I kind of get it, and then you know, with the um, 
Allison, I mean, she's been, it's been 10 years of this shit since the last episode. Um, and so I, I kind of get why, how she would boil over. So I do understand your opinion that it was over the line I, or just beyond the pale, but I, I bought into it. I just think for a woman to lose her composure to the point where she's like asking, she's pulling out all her cards and like, I guess it works for what they wanted. You know, they wanted this to happen because Rhaenyra says, now they see what you are after all that bullshit of being, you know, high and mighty. Now that you, they see you are for a fucking animal, just, uh, you know, wielding a, a fucking knife. Um, so I get that they wanted to get to that point, but I just think, you know, decorum and stuff like that would have maybe even held, uh, both ladies back. I mean, like it was, they came to, uh, you know, fisticuffs for lack of a better word, like between the two ladies. It was a real Donnybrook. <laughs> I just seemed, uh, it seemed a little bit much. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, uh, for the most part, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, what'd you think about the, the midnight ride of the, of the little sure shits a lot. Oh, sweet Robin got some gonads on him now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I necessarily realized it was the Queen's Dragon until afterward. Um, and I do think that uh, I was kind of confused at first, but then uh, they they developed what happened there. I thought pretty well in the show. Uh, I thought that was an amazing scene in showing you how terrifying riding that dragon would be, especially this one who's supposed to be like, I saw someone online call, he, he say that he would make playthings out of the rest of the dragons. Yeah. And, and it's also, um, we finally get to see what it looks like when a doofus ride, rides a dragon. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he was hanging off the, like, you know, I, I was I thought that was a little bit too, like, I don't know, Christopher Columbus, uh, where, you know, he's hanging off the, the dragon with like one or two hands and like Christopher about, Columbus, the explorer. Uh, that was the guy that made the the shitty movies. Oh, the first okay. Harry Potter. You're not talking about the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa. Uh, it's coming up on uh, Columbus Day, so oh. just thought I'd mention it. Uh, yeah, I guess it just seemed too like whimsical and like whoa, and then the kid who's uh, who's been picked on immediately becomes a bully. Just just a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Well, I do think that is in line with the Targaryens generally being bullies. Um, I mean, yeah, that's their whole thing. That's how they rule. Right. The the the, the switch flip was a bit quick, too. I, I agree with that. I don't think that was that was particularly earned. But that kid fight was wild. Yeah. Holy shit. I saw someone online call it um, uh, the the Battle of the Bastards Kids Bop Edition. <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like a Bill's Mafia tailgate for sure. Like, they were like, kicking little kids left and right. Yeah, um, I, I, it's crazy to think that they choreographed that and got ki- I mean, I would never put my kid in that position even to pretend to do that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I get. I, yeah, did they have, like, uh, smaller stunt people, or was it just all clever camera work? Who knows? Should be a deep dive on that, so... Uh, um, But, yeah, I... I <laughs> My okay, so it is a problem. I saw like somebody got shit for posting, like some reviewer got shit for posting uh, an article on Twitter somewhere um, from the fandom, and he said, "Listen, there's nobody to root for," and like you know, there was backlash saying you're missing the whole point. You know, you know, power corrupts absolutely, and this is you know, this Game of Thrones is a bad thing to play. And I'm like, yeah, I get all that, but I mean, I still want like we kind of like Jamie Lannister. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was an absolute piece of shit, but he was charming. I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't mean, like come him. on. He, you know, he gave so you know, he hooked up with Brienne. Um, <laughs> he gave her that pity fuck. Uh, what else happened? Um, I don't know. He's just kind of funny. I I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you had Tyrion. He's a ball. 
Um, you know, I don't know. Even, you know, you had John to root for. I, I don't know. There's just everybody seems shitty. I feel like they're making Rhaenyra out to be a victim, um, you know, an Allison uh, over the top crazy person. And I understand that there may be victims of their circumstances here. Um, but no one's that charming. No one's that great, that nice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're not really trading in archetypes. Um, good versus bad. I, I don't know that that's a weakness or a complaint that I would have, you know? Yeah. Everybody's great, but there's like a lighter shade of gray and let's call that lighter shade of gray white and let's call the darker shade of gray black. <laughs> and let's just understand that we are going to have favorites based on qual like personalities and stuff. Like you said, I like it just like you, I like Otto Hightower. He's a piece yeah. of shit, but I find him entertaining. <laughs> like he's somebody I kind of root for. I kind of like in this Aegon kid who's a doofus and is like getting drunk and bored at this funeral. I mean, but that's it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like Larry's because he's nuts. <laughs> you know? So yeah, yeah. I don't think that, and I don't think the show necessarily wants you to specifically root for someone. I mean, clearly in Game of Thrones, they wanted you to root for Danny, you know, until she went nuts. Well, did they you want- like Varys better than Littlefinger? Um, boy, I don't know. Yeah, it I, like- I think I like Littlefinger's deviousness bit more. Well, Vari seemed to be doing things, quote, for the good of the realm, which is probably bullshit, but at, le- at least the amount of altruism seemed to be greater for Vari's. Um, yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, so we we had the problem in the the first scene. I thought that was great. You're seeing all these people kind of together in the same place and just everyone's giving each other the side eye. Um, oh, there were I, so many looks. Yeah. It was way too dark, though, during the scene. I, I didn't know sometimes who was who. Was the drunk, the person that was passed out drunk, I thought that was the masturbating kid. Yeah, it is masturbating kid. Oh. He's Aegon, yeah. Okay, so then was also uh, Rhaenyra's husband there drunk, too? Rhaenyra's husband, I didn't know what was going on with him, even though he just seemed like out of sorts because he lost his sister. Um, but it wasn't clear whether he was drunk, but he was just standing in the sea, and then his dad, like, all of a sudden's like, go get your patron or whatever um, to, like, his boyfriend. Uh, I didn't understand what was going on with Lainor. They didn't really yeah. set that up too well. Yeah, that, that was that was a problem, some of the execution in that scene. Um I did uh <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, I didn't notice it. I saw somebody online pointed this out, but uh Viserys when he's going to bed, he calls his wife by the wrong name. Oh, what does he, he say? He says his prior wife's name and I don't remember what it was. Oh, wow. But that that's uh, I mean I would think that's a pretty big scene of or sign of of his mental decline. Yeah, um, but I mean, I think that's trusting your audience too much when everybody has makeup up names. Right. Called <laughs> you, know, yeah, you exactly. Glorp instead of Glippity Glop. I don't. <laughs> and, and then what the. It suddenly was everyone's bedtime. Yeah, I didn't understand that. <laughs> so and it weird. seemed like the same scene. Like it went from like, you know, afternoon overcast to like nighttime. And yeah. it seemed like the shitty, cheesy thing where, you know, uh, where movies pretend it's nighttime, only it's shot in the day, only they use a really like blue filter. Um,. I don't know, man. It's time for bed. You should go to bed. I'm thinking, yeah, it was really weird. And then why weren't all those kids in bed? I mean, I know that the one snuck out to ride the dragon, but uh, where's their nurse or whatever the hell is supposed to be watching those kids? How are all those kids scrambling around? I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like, you know, it seemed like uh, people were let, uh, let, I I was thinking about that when Damon and Rainier were just walking on the beach 
And yeah, I know they have dragons, but the dragons aren't close by. And the whole point of the Kingsguard, I mean, the Kingsguard was created for the first King Aegon, and he had three dragons and conquered Westeros. But, you know, they're still like assassins and shit. I don't know. They, people yeah. leave these folks alone, and the same thing happens at the end with uh, Lenor and uh, Carl, Hot Carl, and they get into a fight. Um, you know, well, I'll go get the, I'll go get security, and it takes like twenty minutes to go get somebody. I don't understand. Yeah, they it. bring in a somehow bring in a body by himself. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> dress um, it and probably put it in, <laughs> in his clothes. I don't understand. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I did not pick up on that was going on at all. I thought that was an interesting reveal. Um. Yeah. I don't know, but it seemed like too quick, though, to me. It did seem too quick. They they wanted to have an M Night Shyamalan moment, I guess, and right. like oh, he's not dead. Um, but then it's 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 weird, uh, poor execution. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I didn't really know. So was the guy who did that? Was that who was that guy? So uh, I think it was his his boyfriend, his current boyfriend. Uh, the same guy that like uh, Corley's at the funeral said, "Go find your patron or whatever," and he goes off to get Lainor and bring him back. Um, Damon propositions him, and we think uh, he's propositioning them to kill Lainor, but he's propositioning him to take a whole bunch of gold and go live, um, you know, across the narrow sea. So, uh, but why then? That, why would why would the guy have been upset that he was his boyfriend was in the, the in the room? Uh, it was a st- it would stage just for the one servant. So oh, the guy comes okay. in, he kills some random other dude, so probably another servant, kills him, presumably dresses him in Lenor's clothes, and they have a play fight for that one like serving lady who was with Lenor when he walked in. And as soon as she left, they're like, "Okay, let's stage, let's go put the body." And there's in. no guards anywhere close. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of not, yeah, kind of nonsense, but um, interesting. Yeah, fine. Yeah. It's, it's and it's and somebody pointed out this is actually almost a happy ending. You know, we might find him dead like the next episode, but still, right? Somebody gets out. Yeah, and the, the thing we knew was coming. Uh, I hoped it wouldn't, but Jesus. it came. He's speaking about me because (laughs) (laughs) let's make this the longest, most romantic uh, incest scene in the world. Like, I feel like, uh, yeah, they they made it. I don't know. You know, I I don't know. Like, what are you supposed to say about something like this? Like, we knew it was coming, (laughs) but did you have to like (laughs) wallow in it? Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, and then we had the the marriage too, which um, I, I, people online were talking about how there's usually a lot more blood involved in a Targaryen oh, marriage. Jesus, fact. I don't. I, yeah, if that's that in the text, I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, too busy crumbing. Um, so, what one thing that stood out to me that seemed weird was um, how Rhaenyra showed up in the the throne room after the fight and suddenly like knew what happened there. All did you notice that? Uh, uh yeah, wait. Uh, are you talking about after the kids fight or the, yeah, after the kids fight? Yeah, she just, just kind of walked in and knew everything that happened. Yeah, everybody or, kept walking in. It was like somebody's like, "What's going on here? What yeah. happened?" And uh, yeah. But very subtle, uh, old Dirty Oliver's back as the hand of the king, so yeah. I guess his, his uh, daughter managed to weasel uh, him back into the good graces of the king somehow. Um, wouldn't have mind seeing that explained, because the king definitely thought that he was, uh, you know, he knew what Oliver was up to, or at least had an idea of it, so it's, it's kind of strange to him, for him to be back as hand of the king, particularly if, well, I guess he, I guess his daughter, the, the wife does 
have a ton of influence over him. I mean, that would I mean, explain that's the that. only explanation because yeah. I, I, I don't remember why he was dismissed, but he was definitely called back because the other one, like the, the new guy died. Um, but that doesn't really jive with the, with his daughter, right. with Oliver's daughter, not having any agency or having all this pent up energy or, or frustration to go and stab the daughter, you know? Yeah. It's obviously she's wielding some kind of power. Um, like I said, it, it just seems weird. It seems like the the characters. Speaking of gray characters, you know, like everybody had a little sympathy, you know. And I think the Alicent, uh, Alicent, uh, fearing for her children's lives while very a very real concern. I, I feel like she only had that one conversation with her dad about that, and that's where we're getting all this crazy, crazy energy. Of, yeah, I want to. I'm going to kill you. It's either you or me. Um, it just, uh, I don't know. I feel like they should reinforce it or show her to be kind and loving. Um, you know, the few like kid scenes that we get with her, she's telling her like, kid, oh, you're going to be the king. Just your very existence is a threat. Come on. Um, yeah. Uh, it was funny. Uh, Rhaenyra's husband, <laughs> drunk ass husband showing up after the fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they weren't his kids, but uh, that she had that that awesome line. I should have been there. That should be our house motto. Yeah, that, that was great. Yeah, yeah absolute burn. Great. Um, yeah. So uh, the series reinviting uh, Damon to go back to the cast or go back to uh, the the seat of power mm-hmm. after ten years again just seemed ridiculous. You know, I mean, maybe he's trying to. He's he's dying. He wants uh, his friends and or family closer to him but i mean the last time we saw damon with him <laughs> he saw damon is after damon tried to hump his daughter uh and which is his niece at, at a pleasure house so it's like what the fuck no is this no he, yeah he came back after that you know he came back Did to he? the yeah to the wedding remember the wedding where the guy got his face beat in and he was about to tongue fuck her right there on the um oh the yeah yeah you're right but, right. but still, it's one of these things where it's like, ah, you know, it's just Damon being Damon. I'm sure he's got, he's, he's, I'm sure he's changed this time. Uh, you know, I guess it has been 10 years. Like he, he went off, had like, he was married, had two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe seven days because he lost his wife, just like yeah. uh, the series did. Right. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Matt Smith, the guy who plays Damon, had the, uh, maybe the most ridiculous comment I've ever heard in one of those post-show uh, things. You watch Did you hear those? that? No, I don't watch those things. I can't. I can't be bothered. They're always infuriating. He said something to the effect of, Damon is a leaner. I think he leans a lot. <laughs> that's like his insight into his character. Wow. Which, if he was trying to be funny, that's fucking hilarious. But if he was being serious, you know, the Meisner method kind of nonsense, that's just stupid. Uh, it's funny because I watched a documentary about the um, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, movies, and the guy who plays Freddy, they tried to replace him. And they're like, it's all wrong. I don't know why. Get bring back uh Robert Engel, whatever England, whatever his name is. And he's like, he's like years later, he's like, it was I leaned. I I I let my arm drop like the weight of the the knives on my fingers were drag were so heavy they were dragging down the right side of my hand or my body. Good lord. Jesus. This is acting. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I did, this, all in all, I thought it was a good ep- episode. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I think the, them slowing down and having the moments. This was a lot better execution of showing the uh, the strain between the houses uh, than that marriage scene, which I thought was was pretty confusing. Maybe that's now we've been more informed of it. That's why this all made more sense. But um, I, I thought this was a good episode. I think this is one of the better ones for sure. 
Yeah, I think they did a better job telling you this is the one side, this is the other side. Now fight. Um, and you're right. They they think they tried to do that. Like I said, I thought the when she came out in the green dress, I felt like it was supposed to be like a holy shit moment, and it didn't land during that wedding episode a few episodes right. back. Now we get it. You know why we get it? Because she put a knife and slashed her, and <laughs> now we realize it's a blood feud uh, like it wasn't before. You know what I mean? It's like this shit is going to pop off. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it accomplished something. Like I said, I wish, uh, you know, and uh, one other like slight criticism I have is – uh, the little kid at the beginning, uh, Jaceri's the, you know, Rhaenyra's kids. He's like, we should be at Harrenhal for the death of my dad. He's like, you are a bastard, but you can't say that. Like, it's really hammering at home that like, there's, you know, you know, you are definitively Harwin Strong's kid. And we're going to remind you for like the fifth time. Um, <laughs> this episode, <laughs> this episode. Yeah. And then somebody's going to call you a bastard later. Um, I Although know. it was funny, the older, the one of those kids, the masturbator, just look at them. Everyone knows. Yeah. Tell you, that kid's awesome. <laughs> Maybe it's his performance. I don't know. This kid, he's got something. You, you just like he engaged in the Tommen challenge. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, yeah. Unless there's anything else. Uh, yeah. That's about wraps it up. I agree with you. I think it was a good episode. I, I'm not as high on it as you are. Uh, but I think I like the fact that they did slow down. They kept it to one location and you had everybody, uh, everybody in there. And it's a simmering uh, powder keg ready to blow. Um, so I think it works. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, take care and see you next week.